0: there's just something about being able to watch the show that you've poured your blood sweat and tears into for months kind of come to life that it was just so incredible i was just so proud of them and i was so excited about how it turned out
1: And welcome to another episode of the Quaker Matters Podcast. On today's episode, we are joined by Jace Bolin, Wilmington Friends School Class of 2023, who recently directed Jack Hebert's play, Original Sin. Jace, how are you?
0: I'm doing great. How are you?
1: I'm doing well and really excited today to learn more about you and specifically directing As this podcast episode is sort of serving as part two to Jack's part one episode where he talks about original sin and the script writing process. So now I want to talk to you about the directing process. So let's start there. What first got you interested in directing? How how did this come to be?
0: Well, I've been acting since I was like three years old. So that's what, like 14 years? I've done a lot of shows in my time. Um, I think Original Sin was like my 23rd production or something like that. And eventually, you know, I do love performing, but eventually I was like, man, I want to do more than this, you know? Um, so I think a couple years ago I started getting really into directing, and I did the student-run production my freshman year. It was directed by uh, Abby Vanderbilt and Sarah Stovacek, and that was a really cool experience. And I was like, man, I 100% want to do this when I'm an upperclassman. So I was really glad that I got to actually have that experience.
1: How did you learn more about directing?
0: Honestly, I didn't really have any experience like stage managing or anything like that. I'd only ever really been an actor. At my old school, our productions, at my like middle school, our productions were a lot more low budget, Um, a lot more, you know, it was parents uh, with sewing machines, making costumes, and our director hand painted all our sets and stuff like that. And so I got a lot more like hands-on involved there. And, you know, here I just started kind of doing whatever i could to uh... to help out you know backstage and all that stuff and i already know that i'd i i like and i'm pretty good at organizing big groups of people from like the clubs i run and things like that um so honestly it was just kind of natural for me to slide into it i'm also i'm a little bit of a control freak so when i'm like just an actor in a production i'm like "Mm, i think the set should look like this and they're like jay shut up you're not the director (laughs) um so i was like i'm the director now because i had so many ideas for where to go with this show and i'm just so excited that i could just take it and like do what i wanted with it
1: so how does that part happen where Jack, who spent so much time working on the script, how does that handoff process work? Were there communications beforehand? Um, Did he just come up to you randomly one day? Take us through that process.
0: Well, I was sort of involved in the writing process as well. Um, So he didn't come to me with a completed script. He came to me with a a very fleshed out idea. And he said, hey, I'd love for you to direct this. And I was like, absolutely, (laughs) Um, I'd love to. So I was there, not necessarily from day one, but from when he was in the really early stages of writing the script. Um, and we talked through. I remember one of the big points that we were talking through was um the villain William Fawns kind of because he was he was a. In slavery, He was a slaveholder. Um, and so tackling Jack thought it best to come to me to talk about how we should tackle that in the most respectful, historically accurate, but also like appropriate level um, for, you know, none, none of us have degrees in black history or anything like that. So a way to tackle it that it was going to emphasize that his character was just a really bad person and not try to make light of, you know, such a horrible moment in history. So we did a lot of talking about about that in particular, as well as just kind of the character interactions, um, logistics about the relationships between um, the family and stuff like that. Uh, we made a lot of changes to the original cast. The original, the original original in cast was, uh, was a married man and a woman. And then they had two kids that were a boy and a girl. And because of the kind of gender ratio that we had in casting, we ended up casting them all as girls. And it was interesting because it, we were concerned at first that having a lesbian couple as the two main characters wouldn't make sense with with William Thawne's whole play on kind of male dominance because it did initially make more sense for Ellen, um, who was Tom before, to be a man because Thawne was playing off that kind of patriarchal the man in the household should have the power role. But we kind of figured that because Katie was so perfect for the role that we were going to adapt it and Thon was like, well, I'm going to kill these people anyway. I might as well work with it because obviously if he was super racist, he'd probably also be pretty homophobic. Um, But his intention was never to be friends with these people. It was to ruin their lives. So we figured that it would probably be fine um, and we could get away with it. And it ended up being really effective. I think without my one concern with the original script is that a lot of it played on some very stereotypical gender roles. Um, it was very classic horror movie, which is what was inspiring Jack, but I think the the relationship between Tom and Nancy was just very archetypal, and I think that turning them into a lesbian couple kind of changed the whole dynamic in a way that was really effective.
1: As the director and thinking about how you're going to cast this performance, again, walk us through that process. Is that you going up to someone like Katie and saying, I have this script, you're perfect for this role, Are you able to do it, or is it you and Jack working together? Is it putting a sign up throughout the school? Walk us through that process.
0: Honestly, I wasn't thinking about casting so much as the technical aspects. What I got really excited about was like the set, lighting, sound design, things like that. To be totally honest, I had no idea what I wanted the casting to look like. Um, I went into the casting process without a clue. Basically, we just held auditions and you know some people that I really didn't expect ended up getting some really major roles just because their auditions were so incredible. We actually had nobody audition for the role of Tom. <laughs> um, so it was all because Jack originally was planning on playing Tom, but I just I can't imagine him being anyone besides William Thawne. It just made so much sense for him. and yeah, we didn't have we didn't have enough actors to to fit anyone that I could see playing Tom. Um, we had some younger some younger guys for sure. Um, that were really, really amazing, but I just couldn't see, I couldn't see them as the kind of main horror movie character. So I really had no idea <laughs> what I was going into casting was. But Ella's audition really stuck out to me as Nancy. We had a lot of people audition for Nancy, and I was looking for. I had a very specific image of my, in my head of the the scene that we had her read was a scene that's a fight between her and Ellen. And Ellen's starting to kind of become corrupted by William Thawne and she's starting to be a little bit scary and a little bit not like herself. And I was looking for this like really intricate blend of like desperation and anger and fear and sadness at the same time and Ella just captured that so perfectly. And I saw the audition and I looked at Maddie. Or was Maddie there? Maddie might not have been there. I might have just told her. But I wrote it down in my book. I was like, this is her. Like, there's there's no other option. This is her. So it was, it was really, really perfect. And then I was looking at Katie, and I was like, she would kind of be perfect for Tom. Like, we could gender bend that. I could swing that. Because she just has such a... She has such a very calm, collected, adult vibe. And then the way that she just gradually deteriorates throughout the show and the way that she took direction and like just took it to heart and embodied that character was so incredible to me. Um, and then, you know, Jack as William thought, was just perfect. I mean, he embodied that character so well. Um, people were genuinely terrified of him. People that never knew him are like scared of him now because they had only seen him in the show. So he just, he embodied that character so well. But I really wasn't expecting any of the casting. I kind of just watched the auditions and I was like, wow, this is it. It happened. And then Maddie and I went to uh, Sweet Nails, got some crepes, sat down for two hours, and figured out our entire cast list. (laughs) And we were like, okay, this is it.
1: So after Sweet Nails and after making sure that all of the cast members are aligned, assigned, etc., what then is the next step? What does practice look like? How often are we practicing? And what are you specifically doing throughout as a director to make sure that the play is going in the right direction
0: so we rehearsed roughly four days a week um from six to eight traditionally practices run from like six thirty to 8 30 but i wasn't doing sports i wanted to get out of there early um some of our cast was doing sports um and we ended up actually not needing the whole time a lot of the time so i like to start practices with like acting exercises improv things like that um we didn't do it every time depending on how much we had to do that day but i think it really helped just like loosen the cast up and kind of make them more comfortable with each other especially because this is a show that you have to be close with your cast to kind of pull off uh, because there's just so much you know character interaction that really has to be genuine you have to be comfortable with these people for that so we would start off with some acting exercises we did my personal favorite which is called seven levels attention it's like it's an acting exercise that focuses on pulling pulling your acting from your body rather than from like, psychological, rather than, like, thinking about yourself as this traumatized, terrified character, think about how that would affect your body instead. I did it at an acting workshop a couple years ago, and it really fascinated me, so we would do that. And it was really fun, because there's one level that's, like, like, extreme, like, physical exertion, like, basically tensing every muscle in your body and pretending you're doing, like, hard manual labor. So I would tell them all that they were on like a pirate ship and the boat was sinking. And so they were like pulling all the ropes and the sails and doing everything they could and <laughs> I would yell at them in this thick Scottish accent. I'd be like, work faster. <laughs> it was so fun. Yeah, I loved I loved that one.
1: And so how how many months did you have to practice?
0: We honestly didn't have that long. Okay. Um, so I think we started in early mid-November And then our show was in early January. And then we had winter break in the middle of that. And we didn't actually end up rehearsing over winter break. So we didn't have... I want to say it was like five, six weeks maybe.
1: So, and the final product that you guys performed and you obviously directed was excellent. I, I guess that five to six weeks, that feels like a very short, small window. Did you feel that pressure?
0: Honestly... With this cast, I wasn't worried about them for a second. I'm sure they were stressed just because it's a lot of lines to tackle, especially for um, Ellen, Fawn, Nancy. They have upwards of 200 lines each. Um, I think I think Ellen had like 300 something. Like that must have been very stressful for her. But she like they all nailed it so well. I wasn't worried about them for a second. I was like, guys, we're off book next week for this scene. They were like, okay, and we just did it. We had a lot of we had a lot of bloopers. We had a lot of. Uh, mess-ups but eventually we got everyone on track and honestly the week before the show I was like they're ready like this is perfect I remember watching the tech week rehearsals and our first dress rehearsal like our first full run-through dress rehearsal Or was it the first show? I can't remember. Maddie can confirm this. I was literally sitting in my seat and like bouncing my legs and giggling because of how I'm not a person that expresses emotions like that. But I was giggling because of how excited I was about how well the show was coming together. So honestly, I wasn't really worried about it for a second. They, They handled it and they did such a good job, even on top of everything else that they had to do.
1: What's the key to being a good director?
0: I think it's having a mutual respect with your with your, you know, partners, whoever you're working with, whether that be the writer, the cast, in this case the writer and the cast were kind of one of the same. Jack and I definitely had a lot of respect for each other, and I was trying to make very certain not to change his idea of the show, and he wanted to leave me a lot of room to kind of take it in whatever direction that I wanted to take it, while staying true to the original kind of themes so we definitely had a lot of mutual respect there i would check in with him anytime we needed to change a line or something like that and then just having a mutual respect with the cast i think because being in that kind of like authoritative position with people that are around the same age as you can get like that that line can get a little bit strange sometimes um but i think that I think that I was able to maintain a good relationship with them while still kind of keeping a firm hand as far as, okay, this is the direction we need to go in, we need to be doing this right now, while still, you know, allowing a little sidetracking here and there when when we could have it. How
1: did and and does your prior experiences on stage as an actor help you and inform the decisions that you make as a director?
0: So directing-wise for this show, it wasn't a whole lot of blocking and it was mostly, I knew one thing that I wanted to focus on was the acting work. Like, really breaking down, I was like, okay guys, this, this is what you're feeling in this moment. Like, I would have them break down monologues and kind of pick different directions for each couple lines and things like that. Um, we'd experiment with like, okay, shout this word every time you say it or something like that. Um, we did a lot of messing around with how lines were delivered things like that just because since the whole show is set in the house there isn't a whole lot of blocking to be done some, some of them really struggled with this but i basically told them do what feels natural this is your house when you're talking to your family in your house how do you move around do you stand up when you're upset do you sit down when you're tired you know do you walk around the room when you're anxious that kind of thing And i know ella at first was really having a hard time with that she was like just tell me where to go and i was like let the spirit guide you <laughs> whenever I was being so meta with them. But they really they really got a hang of it. So we did a lot of really intensive kind of acting work. And I think that a lot of that knowledge for me came from just years and years of doing this. I've done so many different types of shows and different types of acting that I kind of have a good idea. And I've worked with so many other actors that I have a good idea of, you know, how how to get in that headspace and how to get them to... Not only do what I wanted, but to do what felt right for them as the character as well. So I think that, you know, coming from my background as an actor, doing a lot of that intensive acting work came pretty naturally for me.
1: Having time to reflect just on all that you guys were able to accomplish and have a great show, what are you most proud of?
0: I'm, I'm just most proud of the, the dynamics between the characters that we put together. I think the scene that I was most proud of in the entire show was the possession scene where uh, Ellen's sitting in the chair and Thawne hangs up her phone and is like pacing around her and he has the whole Garden of Eden monologue. We worked a lot on that monologue. It's a really, really incredible monologue. Um, Jack did such a good job with it. I think, what was it? You watched the opening of some movie like three times. To get, I think it's like a Tarantino movie or something. Oh, uh,
1: *Inglourious Basterds*. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we watched the opening yeah. scene of that three times before writing the monologue, which I thought was hilarious. Um, but we worked, uh, we worked a lot together that just kind of changed the pacing and the interest of the monologue because every warden is so important to the plot and to his character that we didn't want the audience to like lose interest. So we worked on, you know, how he would move, and you know, he's like. You know kind of obsessively fixing little objects on ellen's shelf and stuff like that just to make it feel more real you know when he leans in really close and whispers to her ear and i remember the first time we were running that in rehearsal and you know it took some workshopping to get get it like exactly where i wanted but i got chills i was like this is terrifying <laughs> like i don't know how how you're doing this but this dynamic is so scary and then katie was like Glued to her chair, like, eyes wide open, trembling, like, they just committed so, so much to that scene, and especially the, the scenes where, um, Katie and Ella, or Katie was, like, chasing Ella after she had become possessed, and that dynamic between them, previously, you know, happily married wives, that, like, now one is trying to kill the other, and the other one is trying to, like, calm her down, and we worked, we worked on that scene really, really hard to get the exact blocking right, to get the exact dynamic right, but I think just the, The dynamic between the actors is what really brought the show to life. They really, you know, made you feel their fear and their anger and their frustration and all those things. And I was just so proud of how that turned out.
1: You've mentioned her a couple times throughout this episode, and I guess I just wanted to know, in what ways as your assistant director did Maddie really help amplify the performance?
0: So Maddie's primary and uh, most important job was to keep me sane. Um, that was her, that was her main job. It was, uh, was to sit next to me and be like, Jace, you're getting way too excited about this, man. You've got to calm down. <laughs> um, or I would like start jumping up and down and like yelling about how like, Oh my God, if this chair is here, this will change the entire like thing of the scene. And Maddie's like, it's not, it's not that, it's not that big a deal, man. You gotta, you gotta cool it. That's 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 not what we're doing here. Um, that was her primary job. <laughs> um, because I got so excited about a lot of the things that I would try to like, I would try to just do stupid stuff with every little detail. She was like, we don't need that. We need to focus on, you know, the big picture. And she also was just so helpful with, like, helping me keep track of all the things we had to do, all the props we had to take care of, all the costumes we had to take care of. We went out and bought costumes together, um, making rehearsal schedules. I would check in with her to kind of get a read on like, cast morale and things like that. I'm gonna read on, like, are they frustrated that we're having rehearsal tonight? Are they frustrated that we didn't get through all these scenes, you know? Are they, you know, would would they be more into doing, like, an exercise today? So she was just really helpful in getting, getting the logistics set up. Uh, we were saying that, like, I was the creative mind and she was the strategist, right? So I would have all these ideas, she would help me negotiate with Todd. Um, because sometimes I would get a little over the top and I would try to pitch things that were just not at all feasible for the uh resources that we had. Um and Todd would tell me that and I would be like, but man, if we could do this, and Matty would be like, We can't. We're gonna do something else. Um so she was she was my liaison secretary, assistant, uh, therapist all in one for the whole the whole process. Yeah, she was she was just incredible. She took so much of that kind of weight off my shoulders i think
1: what do you enjoy more acting or directing
0: honestly i'd say directing i've i really enjoyed my acting experiences but something about directing and being able to see the finished product is so fulfilling and seeing people's reactions to the show uh just brought me such joy seeing people's reactions to the cast members and uh like, I was just so proud of all of them, and it was just such a... I mean, that's the only word I can think of, it was such a fulfilling experience for me. And, you know, I get that with acting sometimes, but not as much. Not as, not as, like... Because it's not the same thing as, like, I made this come together, I brought these people together, you know, these people have blossomed. There's just something about being able to watch the show that you've poured your blood, sweat, and tears into for months kind of come to life that... It was just so incredible. I was just so proud of them, and I was so excited about how it turned out. Um, I, I definitely would love to <laughs> keep doing this again and again in the future.
1: We talked a little bit about what makes a good director and the various qualities that one should have. That was very, like, broad strokes. I'm curious, what makes you a good director?
0: I think I think what, what helps the cast connect with me, or what What made my directing style unique, is that I was very clearly passionate about what I was doing. Um, I mean, at so many points in rehearsal, I would jump out of my chair and just scream, yes, 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 like, you got it! Just, like, I was just so happy to see them, you know, do anything. I was so happy to see the show come together, um, and I think that energy really kind of pervaded through the cast too. Even when we were all exhausted and it was a Thursday night and we had a million assignments to do, um, someone had just gotten back from a game. Like, just the energy that we had in the rehearsal when I I saw it come together and I was like, I have no words. You guys are incredible. And I also, I like to give notes in a very kind of a playful teasing way. (laughs) Because like, you know, you need notes. Everyone hates getting notes. But I would just kind of make fun of my actors and be like, Katie, stop sighing after every line. You sound like a dying goat. All right, we, we we don't need that. And then everyone would laugh and it'd be lighthearted. And she's like, do I? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so just kind of having that, that lighthearted, energetic atmosphere at the rehearsals really, I think helped, helped the show be such a positive experience for everyone.
1: Let's Slightly transition here to our Rapid Fire Mad Minute segment, just quick rapid fire questions between you and me. My first question, what is your favorite spot on the Wilmington Friends School campus?
0: Oh, the college guidance office, 100%. I spend any time I am not in class and I'm in this building, I'm in that office. Um, any, any period of time longer than five minutes that I have, I'm in that office. It's just, it's so comfortable. And Kathleen you know basically makes all my life decisions for me at this point so great place to be uh you know you got the microwave you got the tea kettle you got everything you need favorite movie Lord of the Rings return of the king 100% i could rant about that movie for hours
1: favorite tv show
0: i'm currently on my third rewatching of supernatural it's it's the kind of show that you can only enjoy if you started it when you were like eleven. So now it's just nostalgic. Um, it's not very good, but it's so good. You know what I mean? And that's the kind of thing that I can't rant about because it doesn't have any like super breakthrough, incredible cinematography or effects. It just it's so like familiar and fun, and it just keeps going. There's fifteen seasons of it, so the, by the time you get to the end, you can just start rewatching it all over again.
1: You mentioned earlier that you have been a part of twenty three shows. What has been your favorite show that you have been a part of?
0: I'm going to say not including Original Sin because that that's been my favorite experience so far I think um but obviously I already talked a whole lot about that. That's a tough question. As far as the performance goes I was in Pirates of Penzance the summer before freshman year and I played Frederick and it was back at my old school basically our director asked a bunch of the kids who had already graduated to come back for a summer show um, just because she wanted to do another show with us. And we were like, yeah, absolutely. So we did Pirates of Penzance. It was all like my really close friends, you know, the uh, the ones that were really passionate about acting in that like, kind of pretty small group of kids. Um, and it was just really fun. We just had a really good time.
1: Well, Jace, thank you so much for stopping by and just giving us an inside look as to all of the hard work and preparation that it took for all of you to put on such an incredible performance this winter. And uh, you all should be really proud of yourselves. So thanks so much.
0: Thank you. Thank you for, you know, putting a spotlight on this. It's, it's nice to see that, uh, that your work is still appreciated or like has affected people, you know, so it was really cool to come talk about. Thank you.